Alrighty, welcome back to the bedcast. This is gonna be episode, uh, I believe, yep, sixteen. Uh, this one's gonna be titled "Change and Adaptation." Um, and actually, our intro song is actually all about changes. Um, it's kind of a kind of a sad song i'm not gonna lie but um it is actually the original version of a song that is the end uh title music to the show big mouth on netflix so this might sound pretty familiar if you've ever seen uh that show and if not it's a it's a pretty fun show it's really i don't know just go watch big mouth um but yeah so this is uh changes by black sabbath off of their record volume four um not sure the year i want to say 72 or three maybe i'm not sure but anyways changes black sabbath let's go
So yeah, um, I honestly there was a there was a local radio guy a few months ago who made the joke. He says, "I don't know who the hell they got to play the piano in that song, because uh, if if you know anything about the guys in that band, they're all they were all pretty." heavy uh drinkers and drug users back in the day and uh <laughs> who knows who the hell they got to play the piano i'm pretty sure this is the sessions player but honestly it could have been you know um oh i'm blanking on his name right now bill ward's the drummer tony iomi yeah tony iomi uh, is their guitar so it could have been tony maybe uh he's got a fun fact about them they used to, he used to work in a steel factory and uh he lost the tips of his fingers so he had these like metal things uh cast for him so that's why the the uh, sound of the guitar on those first few records is the way it is but anyways um i'll save the uh more random stuff for the next episode whatever it might be but this one is all about change and adaptation. And my biggest point for that is, um, you know, right now we live in very, very uh, dynamic times. You know, every every day you turn on the news, which I don't recommend. Please, please just do yourself a favor and don't watch the news. At this point, it's just about making everyone feel more bummed out about what's going on and then you know scared of their neighbors scared to live their lives to the fullest you know because if people are scared and they're not going out then they're turning the tube on the boob tube as uh some people call it and uh the telly whatever you whatever you call it they're turning the tv on and they're staying indoors watching that and they're getting more money for that, you know. So don't watch the news, but regardless, you know, if you if you read about what's happening in the world right now, something new is happening, you know, every single day. And that's that's kind of an over you know, an understatement there and kind of a silly thing to say, but I'm just trying to get the point across that we live in very, very dynamic times. So we as people don't want to live static lives and we don't want to live statically what i mean is you know it's very very easy to get stuck in um these ruts you know we we get into a pattern and we're we're creatures of pattern we're creatures of habit we like things to be the same and stay the same because you know you know what change is scary and I get that. I get that more than anyone else. Um, you know, just over the summer, I'm not sure if I've actually mentioned it on here yet, but I started doing jujitsu over the summer back in uh, either late May or June. I can't remember at this point. I went through, I went to the first class that was free, signed up for the six week trial, and now I'm officially a member of the gym. This is gonna be my second paid month as I'm I'm recording this in early September, but I don't I don't want to date it because I don't know when this is gonna come out yet. But um, you know I've been doing this and I I still you know I'm I'm very new to it and I'm still pretty scared about a lot of things. You know I don't want to hurt somebody. Yeah, you know, at least like a training partner or somebody that I'm friends with in class. I don't want to hurt them or do anything that'll mess them up potentially. You know further down the line. 
but at least I'm developing this skill that could potentially help me in a real scary encounter. Sorry, I had to uh, adjust some things. But, you know, uh, taking that first step was the scariest one because now, you know, we we do different themes each week. Um, last week was we were working on what's called closed guard, um, which is where you're on the bottom and you kind of have your legs wrapped around the person that's, you know, on top of you, but they're not fully on top of you. And it's it's a... It looks like a very defensive position, and it, it mostly is because you're on your back, but you still have an advantageous position. And so working from that position, you can do a lot to limit the other person's options, and that's all of what last uh, Thursday's class was about. You know, we've got either attacks with moves or we've got positional attacks where you break down the other person's uh, abilities to move. So. You know, um, starting out, I was very, very nervous. I was very scared. I didn't think I could do this. And, you know, it has been nothing but a blast since I've started. And it's been something that I've wanted to do for a long time. You know, I, I'm i a big fan of Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm a big fan of the UFC. I'm a big fan of mixed martial arts in general. And I, you know, enjoyed watching and, you know, consuming that content for years now. And I finally just said, fuck it, I'm going to go do this myself. So I tried it out, tried it out. And, um, you know, it's it's been a blast, you know. But it's that taking that first step can be so terrifying. And I know, you know, like... People out there with like extreme, extreme anxiety are like, yeah, go fuck yourself. And I definitely get that, you know. Uh, I did that whole episode about anxiety, and I'm sure I'll do more in the future, talk more about it, more about the things that can come with that. But, you know, that, that feeling of new freshness, new uh, like excitement, for me, even though I've been doing it for a few months now, it still hasn't worn off. And, you know, eventually maybe it will, but I think that because it's allowing me to keep learning new things and doing, you know, new stuff that it's going to stay for quite a while. And e even then though, you know, I'm mixing it up because we're not doing the same thing every day. You know, even though last week was about closed guard, we didn't do the same thing every day in class. Now to be fair, I only made it to three classes last week I'm trying to you know I started out doing two days a week and I moved up to three I'd like to make it up to four and maybe even five one day who knows you know I don't know how far I want to go with this uh, I kind of want to just learn good self-defense and I'm using it as a fitness tool at this point you know I'm not lifting weights I'm not really going to the gym because well, this is a gym, but, you know, this is both my cardio and weightlifting because, you know, if I got this big guy on top of me, I got to somehow get him off of me. And it really involves a lot of hip strength and a lot of, like, lower back uh, strength and a lot of, like, leg flexibility, which I didn't, I mean, I, I've kind of known that I have it, but not to the extent that, like, oh, wow, you know, I'm able to do this or that, so... You know, that's something, a new journey I've undertaken. And I mean, I'm sure I'll talk about more just about that in the future on different episodes where it's more centered around that. But, 
you know, that's just an example of, you know, a, a positive change that I made in my life. Um, and as far as like, you know, and I, you know, change can be, can be negative. I won't, you know, I won't skip over that. Um, things can happen that we don't like, you know, bad things can happen. Bad changes can occur. Um, I'll probably wait to talk about it for a while, but I also had some, you know, bad changes happen in my life. And that's where the second part of this episode comes into play. Um, you know, adaptation. You have to adapt to your surroundings, adapt to your new settings, I suppose, you know. If you want to think of life as a game, if that, you know, makes it more um, enjoyable or more exciting, then, you know, by all means... Um, but you know, you have settings in a game menu or settings in a program, an application, whatever you don't always get to choose what settings you have. And I don't, I don't mean like, this is why I'm specifying. I don't mean like physical locale settings or like your, your setting place setting. I mean like the constraints that are put on you by outside forces, you know, that might not be under your control. You can't always do what you want to do you know it's it's just how it is sometimes so when we build our adaptation skills or at least um our ability to say okay i'm in a position that i don't necessarily like or i don't want to be in what can i do well the best answer is just you know to hang there if you can without you know going backwards getting beat down too much taking a deep breath and reassessing your situation, you know, and if there are more changes that need to be made to help better adapt to that, you know, change that you don't want, then so be it. Or if you're kind of stuck, then, you know, it's, it's making the best out of a bad situation. You know, um, if you get fed a shit sandwich, it's not going to be an ideal meal. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like that, but if that's all you have to stop you from starving, then, you know, you're going to, you're going to chow down and, uh, hopefully be thankful that you've got at least that. And so that's another tool that I've kind of picked up from jujitsu. You know, I'm becoming more patient I've noticed, and I'm really trying to, you know, to work on that because I'm, I'm always working on my patience and flexibility in that regard. But it allows you to stay calm even when you're in a bad situation. And that is a very, very important skill that a lot of people don't have. And it's, you know, it's it's a very, very useful skill to those that do have it. Because when things don't go your way, the ability to take a step back and say, okay, this isn't ideal, but it's what I have is a very, very, very cool thing to be able to do, I think. And the fact that, you know, um, I don't know, it's, I, I don't want to relate all of this to jujitsu, but it really has taught me a lot of powerful life lessons in such a short time, you know. I've gotten myself into a few situations where I should have tapped way sooner and you know with some of the higher belt guys that i've rolled with or you know that's what that's what we call live sparring rolling that i've rolled with have said you should have tapped to that because there's no way you can get out and me having 
an ego and we all have egos just to varying you know depths depths or um extents i suppose um i thought i could work my way out of it and and sometimes you can sometimes you can work your way out of a bad position if you're not fully in it if that makes sense you know if someone has you in a choke but they don't have both their arms locked up, they don't have both your arms or legs or whatever they need in the right position, sure, sometimes you can wiggle out of it. But if it's a choke that you just haven't been hit with or an arm lock, leg lock, something like that, that you just haven't been exposed to and you're unsure, then you know you might as well just tap. So it really, it really comes down to being able to identify what you can work yourself out of what you can handle and what you're willing to put up with, you know, when you're in these bad situations. And, you know, sometimes those answers aren't going to be the answers you want to work with or the answers you want to deal with. Um, And so it's important to stay open-minded. And this is also where mindfulness comes into play because, um, you need to be very present, but also you need to be very aware of what's, you know, very aware of what's happening and also kind of have a plan in the back of your mind of, well, if this happens, then I do this. If this happens, then I do this. And that's something I'm working on in, in regards to, to jujitsu, but in life as well, you know, um, I'm reading a book right now as well called Rework and it's, uh, well, I'm, I'm listening to it cause I do audio books, but it's a it's a pretty short book. It's only about three or four hours long. And something they kind of stuck that kind of stuck with me is when you're making a business plan, there are so many factors that come into play that instead of calling it a plan, you should call it a guess. Because long term business planning is just a guess. You know, their market situations, um, investors, customer demands. You know, who knows. Um, Yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, there's this there's so many different variables that can affect a long term plan that if you kind of reframe it as a guess, then it really helps you put it into practice. And also, you know, not to say that you need a fallback plan or guess, but if you do have to move to a plan B, plan C, whatever, it makes it less of a, makes it feel less, you know, less bad overall, I would say. Um, this is something that I'm kind of, I'm brand new to this, you know, I, I just heard this today, so I'm kind of trying to process all this myself um, because the company that the guy who wrote the book works for, they only have, I think he said 16 employees and they make billions of dollars annually. So that's that's insane to me, you know. As of right now, I'm a one-man operation. Um, and I've got people halfway across the world listening, which I'm beyond thankful for. But I really just want to get, you know, this helpful information across in any way I can. So I'm trying to take some lessons from this book as well. You know, I'm still learning. And I'm I'm trying to adapt, you know. That's the, the name of the game right now for me, you know. 
changes are happening, both good and bad. More more good, I would say. So don't you know don't worry that you know I bring up at least one fairly sized bad change has occurred in the last few months, but a lot of even bigger and better good changes are also happening. Right. So we've got a lot of good positive forward momentum and I, I want you guys to have that as well. Um so yeah. I have some other notes here, but I think that I'm gonna save them for another episode um about inspiration. So yeah, I mean I can talk a little bit about that right here, you know, like obviously I'm inspired by people in the fields that I find interest in, you know, I'm very interested in high level jujitsu grapplers. Um, and there's some people that are kind of shitty in the, um, competition space, but you know what, if they're, if they're so, so good that no one else can rival them, then I suppose they deserve to be, or, you know, they're allowed to be, but, you know, I, you know, if for some reason this ever grew to be, you know, a massive, massive thing with, you know, tons of people listening every day, I would still want to be humble because it is amazing that people find this information helpful and, you know, really want to listen to it. And, you know, that's, that's all I want. I just want people to take something from this and be able to change in a positive way or at least reflect on like what's bringing them down. And I think that's, that's a lost art. You know, people, we don't really teach a lot of self-reflection techniques, you know, um, especially in the military, you know, right now, a lot of, you know, there's a whole whole thing going on with Afghanistan right now, and I'll have to save that for a, an, uh, an STS episode or something. But in the military, you can't really get too caught up in your emotions because, you know, if you're in battle, then you're going to be potentially letting the guy next to you on either side of you or woman on either side of you down, and you can't have that. So they teach a lot of compartmentalization techniques and then when these guys get out, you know, that is a completely 180, complete 180 black and white change that they've just gone through. And they don't have a lot of good adaptation um, or coping skills, you know. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about coping skills in the past, but I guess that'll be another future episode potentially, you know. Um, but peep, uh, if, you, if you go to the website stsbedcast.com, um, go ahead and check out the video I have there about uh, Transcendental Meditation. That is the shit. And I really, really, really wish more people would be into that type stuff, you know. Because it really helps you slow things down. Really helps you take a step back and process things, you know. Like I said, we're in a very, very dynamic time. But, you know, we don't have to... See, that's the thing. That's also why I don't recommend watching the news because with information overload, our brains can only handle so much and it just is very, very easy to get overwhelmed and, you know, not be able to focus on the right big picture stuff, you know, the right stuff for you, for us collectively, you know, for for any group of people or individual 
And when you get bombarded with, you know, everything at once, you're, it's hard to separate the, um, the useful from, and I don't want to say useless, but not useful enough for you, right? If that makes sense. Um, because, you know, if I'm looking up information about mindfulness and healing, you know, if I just search that mindfulness and healing, I'm probably going to find some information about, you know, physically healing the body or maybe some other random medical information that, while not useless, isn't useful for what I'm trying to accomplish, right? Or, to, I guess the phrase is better, you need to be able to filter out things that aren't entirely useful for you in the moment and not get bombarded with information overload because, you know, that's just going to make you burn out faster and it's just going to lead to a lot of bad stuff coming your way. You know, anxiety, depression, self-doubt, all that stuff can just build and it's it's like a snowball effect. So really being able to filter out information, that's why I just, you know, recommend taking in what you can and limiting all the stuff and all the all the background noise that you can't handle, you know. Um But yeah, yeah. Um the biggest takeaway from all this is that living dynamically it 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 can sound like a challenge and it and it definitely is. Please don't please don't let me say that it's not. It's just I don't think it's as hard of a challenge once you kind of have the right uh, momentum behind you and the right direction to be aimed towards, right? You know, a lot of people like to aim at goals, projects, whatever, and that's good. But as long as you have a at least semi-clear idea of what you want or your aim or goal can be, and you've got that momentum behind you, then, you know, the only thing that can stop you is you at that point. And that you definitely can stop yourself at any time. But when you... The, the hardest part is starting. You know, once you've got that momentum, I think one of the rules of... uh I don't know, the, I don't know what, what law it is, but, you know, objects at rest tend to stay at rest. So things that aren't moving tend to not move. But once you've got momentum and, you know, things are going, then you're more likely to keep going. So, yeah. I hope that that makes sense. I kind of lost my uh, train of thought there. I forgot to silence my phone before I started, and I hadn't heard the other notifications go off, but for some reason I heard that one. I think it was because I was taking a pause, but... <sighs> yeah, times are tough right now. The world is... You know, despite all of the bad news we're hearing, this is also the most peaceful time we've ever lived in. You know, there are no global conflicts. There right now is some scary medical stuff going on. I'll I'll give you that. But 
as far as, you know, global superpowers fighting against each other, nations just having a fucking field day with, you know, fighting, there are spits and spats here and there, but really we live in a very freely, um, how do I phrase this? A an an era where information is freely accessible, assuming you're in a country that you are allowed to access information freely. Um, but it's easily and readily obtainable, and you know I can literally beam my phone up to a satellite. Well, maybe not a satellite because most uh, internet providers use just you know undersea cables to transmit data nowadays, but. Um, I can connect to the internet on my phone, which is a, a, a supercomputer compared to the, you know, what took us to the moon, uh, in my pocket and look at cute pictures of cats if I want, or dogs, or possums, skunks, whatever, raccoons. Oh, I love raccoons, especially when they eat peanut butter. <laughs> um, if you've never seen a raccoon trying to eat peanut butter, it is the best thing ever. Highly recommend you check that out. But, um, you know, I can look up all this information in, at the click of a button, or the tap of a screen, rather. And with that comes a great power and a great responsibility for myself not to bog myself down with a lot of information that's going to do me no good in the end, you know. So to stay on that good forward path of positive forward and upward momentum and adaptation, I kind of have to limit myself in some regards, you know? So I can appreciate everyone's anxieties right now, their fears, their... Uh, t- Ten hmm, mm, trepidations, that's the word I want. Trepidations right now. Their you know, their ability to say, I don't I don't know or their you know, their I their choice to say, I don't know and their apprehensiveness of not wanting to take that first step. But I promise you, once you do and whatever you know, whatever change you're looking to make or however you're trying to adapt to whatever situation you found yourself in I promise you once you take that first step you will keep going you take the second step the third the fourth the fifth and on and on you start this snowball effect and the train keeps a running all night long Positive change will come. You just have to take that first step. And that is the hardest, hardest part. And please do not underestimate the power of your own mind to psych yourself out. But remember this. We are more powerful than our own minds let us believe. We have the ability to make these positive changes in our lives should we want to and if we're able to. Those are two very different things, and I understand that. So, real quick, I will touch on something from a previous episode, the 5 by 5 rule. And if we don't remember, if you 
read about something, you get in, you think about getting into an argument, something happens, think about it. If it's not going to affect you in five years, then don't give it more than five minutes of your time. And this is, I was pointed out, to, something was pointed out to me about this. This is a very, very subjective, right? So school, work, a lot of things can affect you for less than five years, right? This isn't necessarily meant uh, in that regard. It's just for things that seem superficial, you know, at best, or things that are very, very minor, where you're just going to give yourself a panic attack, an anxiety attack, or just make yourself so, so, so miserable worrying about it, that if you don't give it any more than five minutes of your time, and just, poof, it's gone, then you'll be golden in the long run, you know? So it's it's a very... um. It's a very fine line to walk, I would say. And it's a very subjective rule to follow, right? It's just, it's something to think about, you know? If you can just remember that five by five, five by five, then you're good. So, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. Um, kind of a shorter episode, I suppose. Maybe mid-length, I'm not sure. Um, it'll be a little longer because the outro song is about five minutes long. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I think I'm going to do the, the outro after the song again. Um, yeah, so I will be back after this song for a quick little outro. There's a few seconds of silence here at the end of changes I'm going to play, but this is, uh, I've been watching this show on Netflix. The final season of it is coming up. It's called Lucifer. It's a really, really, really good show. And please don't be fooled by the title. You know, it is about the devil, Lucifer, Satan, whatever you know him as. But on the show, he is a very, very forgiving and a very, very dynamic and depthy character. You know, he, he goes through a lot. He learns a lot. And he really goes through some positive changes, you know, so that's kind of a fun tie-in, but this song was featured in a scene on one of the episodes, and I, I never, I've known this song for so long, this, this song samples an old Isaac Hayes song from the 70s, and if you don't know Isaac Hayes, he used to voice the character Chef on South Park before he passed away in 2000, either 9 or 11, I'm not sure, I think 2009, but, um, yeah, this song is called Glory Box by Portishead, and it features an old Isaac Hayes song. So, without further ado... It's super quiet in the beginning, but... I'm gonna have to crank this up a little bit. Oh, this is such a good song. There we go. All right. Glory Box by Portishead. I'll leave you and come I'm back. So tired of playing, playing with this bow and arrow. Gonna give my heart away, leave it to the other girls to play. For I've been a temptress. Too long. Yes. 
Yeah, I love that song. And as we slowly fade out, um, yeah, Glory Head by, or sorry, wow, Glory Box by Portishead. Uh, I'm not sure of the album, but I'm pretty sure that came out in the 90s. Um, I'll have timestamps for the intro and outro songs in the description on whichever platform you decide to listen or watch on. Um... I know I still am trying to get the information together to do my ADHD series, and that's it's a it's a big task. And honestly, I just haven't been feeling up to doing a lot of these in the last you know few months because of again stuff going on. So yeah, um, go ahead follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I believe at some s u m. Um, bedcast. Go to stsbedcast.com. Honestly, go there or the anchor page. Um, anchor.fm slash. Mm. Man, I don't even know. View my public site. I gotta go look up the. Uh, as always, I always put all the links in there. Anchor.fm slash Darth hyphen Nemond. Again, I'll put all of the. Uh, Links in the description. Go to either the Anchor page or the website, stsbedcast.com, to basically find all the information links to other things. Um, we don't have a Facebook page, but if you want to go to Facebook, I definitely recommend going to the Dalai Lama's uh, Facebook page. He has a lot of really, really cool shit that he shares on there. Really, 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 really just cool, cool, cool guy. Um, so yeah, 
Um, I think that's all I've got for this, uh, this episode, you know, um, as usual, go forth, be excellent and spread your excellence with the world. Be the change you want to see. And as always shine on you crazy diamonds. I love you all until next time. Bye. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather.